What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Justin Fields, where he ranks currently in the NFL at rushing overall, how he set a new tone, um, taking accountability for not really having the offense stand up to the play of the defense. We're going to get into all that, plus two former Bears, a semifinalist to get into the Hall of Fame. We'll break all that down and some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So we started off with Justin Fields yesterday uh, talking about, you know, his potential shoulder injury and what it can mean for him missing time. Seems like he's not going to be missing any time. Seems like the Bears are going to be playing Justin Fields and are playing, planning on playing Justin Fields in the game this upcoming Sunday. Now, I want to I want to throw this question to you guys. Does this make you more concerned about the long-term health of Justin Fields? I it, I won't lie to you. It does. Like, I would have loved to see him sit at least one game. I get it. Justin Fields is a warrior. Justin Fields probably definitely wants to be out there as well. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Fields is the one pushing to have him in the game and available um, this upcoming Sunday. But I won't lie to you. Sometimes you have to protect players from themselves. And again, I'm not reporting on this. And that's what's happening here. This is kind of just my own speculation is that it's Justin pushing for this. Um, but if that is the case, sometimes you have to protect players from themselves, especially when you look at protecting your long-term investment and things like that. Uh, but I think everything's, as far as the questions coming into the season, meaning is Justin Fields truly the quarterback of the future for the Chicago Bears team? I think that's been answered. So, you know, just I am of the mindset if if it is any type of like tenderness or soreness or if, he, if he's not 100%. Just sit him. It's not like we're fighting or playing for anything as far as like a playoff position or anything uh, this season. But I completely understand it as well that, you know, as an as a former athlete myself, I do understand just wanting to be out there, wanting to compete with your guys, wanting to put the best foot forward, things like that. But I won't lie to you. It does worry and concern me a little bit uh, that Justin Fields is going to be out there in what looked like it could have been a a a bad injury for him and he, and he missed out and luckily it wasn't you know it was initially uh reported as a dislocated shoulder it seems like it wasn't a dislocated shoulder then you know Matt Eberflus didn't shy away from saying Justin Fields could miss some time or even the rest of the season now he's playing and so at least we do know he is playing that speculation could stop but hey just protect my quarterback protect my damn quarterback offensive line Chicago Bears our front office the coaching just protect my quarterback please can we please protect the quarterback Outside of that, so Justin Fields has been reported uh, that you know he apologized to the defense um, that that uh, to his de- the the defense and his teammates that the, that the offense did not um, g- give the team a chance, saying that the defense gave the offense every chance possible and that the offense just didn't get it done. And while this isn't something huge, it is to say that this is why he's our quarterback of the future. This points towards the change in the culture here at the Chicago Bears. There's still a lot of things this team needs to improve internally. Uh, bringing in some weapons from the outside, all of that, right? We know there are some things and some development that this team absolutely needs to do, but it's just, you know, it it, it brings a different air when you have a quarterback who's just, he takes accountability, even if you watch his post-game presses. And that's why I said, like, he puts more pressure on him than what we could ever do, than what the media could ever do. And that's why we're seeing Justin Fields just turn and develop into this great quarterback that, that he's hopefully going to be for years and years to come with the Chicago Bears. So I just wanted to point that out that, you know, he just, that he, he pointed it out, like that he just, that the the defense did enough. The offense just couldn't get it done. And, you know, while I, I still think the defense has its place, but, you know, they, there were mistakes made. The interception kind of sealed that game away when they had a chance for a last-minute drive, things like that, all, all being, you know, real things out there. It's good to just see Justin Fields take accountability 
for that. Now, one of the things that I do want to talk about as well is that as of right now, Justin Fields leads the NFL since week six um, with 640 rushing yards. He has 834 rushing yards so far. He's fifth in the NFL, not just among quarterbacks, amongst everyone in the NFL. The only people with more rushing yards than Justin Fields on the season so far are Derrick Henry with over 1,000, Saquon Barkley with 953, Josh Jacobs with 930, and Nick Chubb with 923. Uh, Justin Fields is on pace to break Lamar Jackson's single-season rushing record by a quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson rushed for uh, 1,206 yards. Justin Fields is on pace as of right now for 1,288 yards rushing from a quarterback. That's huge. And so, you know, we'll see if he ends up getting that. You know, more than likely he will just if you look at how things go as long as he stays healthy. And, you know, Justin Fields to be able to say that we have a quarterback that even in a losing season, even in a season that needs a bunch of development, even in the season where offensive line is trash, all of that, he's still having a potentially record-setting season. For Justin Fields in his first year as the as the full time starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears, just all good things. I, I just love to see it. But let's get out of Justin Fields. Let's just talk. I want to talk about some some players that right now, as as we know, we're going into into this offseason. We have a lot of cap space. We're going to be drafting. I want to talk about some players that honestly have been disappointing so far on the season. And the first one I'm going to go to is Travis Gibson. Right? You know, once when Robert Quinn was traded. It was supposedly, I thought, and I had a video on it, that it was going to open up so many more snaps for Travis Gibson and uh, and Dominique Robinson. And so far, Travis Gibson just is not performing so far. His his past productivity um, rating has dropped uh, from 25.6% to 9.5%. That is, that is a huge drop-off. That's a major drop-off. And he was very much more effective when he was being used in... In, in spot uh, 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 snaps and not really as the full time. He's not getting any sacks. Um, uh, so it's, and, and part of this could absolutely be due to just the interior defensive line as well. I would still love to take a look at Travis Gibson when we have and improve that defensive line overall. But because now that Travis Gibson has been getting his shot as a starter, and I said it, this was a time to evaluate him, Dominique Robinson, and see if you're going to save some money, if you have some pieces that you can move forward with being starters on your defensive line. And as of right now, it doesn't look like that's the case. Now, I'm not completely giving up on Travis Gibson. He's still a very young player, still on the team. Like I said, it's, it's other issues on that defense other than just, just Travis Gibson. Um, but I want to put this one to you guys. Do you think Travis Gibson should remain the starter? Or do you think the Bears in this offseason should be looking at possibly improving uh, the edge and, 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 and moving on from Travis Gibson or Dominic Robinson, or maybe both of them. Let me know what you guys think on both these players uh, below as well. Another player trending in the wrong way, Angelo Blackson, who came in as a starter, who has since been benched. Um, so now Armand Watts is actually starting there. While I do think there's a lot of things that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna change here with this with this Bears team overall, Angelo Blackson is another one that's just trending the wrong way as of right now, and hasn't really been giving the Bears much of anything, and it's been hurting the team overall um big time big time as well another player that has also been losing playing time and has been overall disappointing that is um Pettis and I think that was kind of be expected right when you bring in Chase Claypool things like that um but at the end of the day uh his routes have gone down from 40% to 30% they went back up to 50 53% last week but it seems like he's working himself out of the lineup and they are reducing his playing time a lot 
Does that mean that Equinomia is St. Brown, Chase Claypool, maybe Velius Jones, Nikhil Harry? Like, who's going to step up in there? But the fact that he is his playtime has been going down hugely, it's it, it I mean, he he's probably not coming back, is what it ends up boiling down to. Um, so you know, we'll see. He did not receive a single target in the last game. So again, seems like there, Byron Pringle, another wide receiver that I haven't um haven't uh, talked about, played 41% of the snaps last week as well. So you know, we'll see what happens with that. But it does seem like Dante Pettis may be on his way out um, as far as just out of favor, not necessarily out of the team, but out of favor, um, out of getting as many snaps. We'll see what happens with that. But, you know, that's just something that I wanted to monitor. There are some other players as well that have been pretty disappointing on this team. Um, but those are the kind of the main ones that I want to focus on. Um, I will say this. You know, there are some young players that I want to see get back into the lineup. Uh, you know, uh, Tevin Jenkins, things like that. You know, I know um, there are a couple of players that are dealing with the concussions, things like that. We need to, the offensive line as a whole is going to be really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see who sticks around on this offensive line when it's all said and done. How many of these spots do they improve? How many people are able to keep their role on this team as well? But I, we do know that that offensive line, defensive line are probably going to be two of the main focuses for this team when it comes to either drafting, signing players. I would love to see them more so sign some veteran uh, uh, offensive linemen, in my opinion, and go younger with the defensive line. But everybody has their own thing. I just trust Ryan Poles and his ability to come in, bring in some more talent at positions of need for the Chicago Bears team. Um, but overall, but before we go, I do want to talk about two former Bears that are now uh, are their semifinalists so far to get in the Hall of Fame. And the first one is the one that, to me, should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, and that's Devin Hester. When you look at the way that Devin Hester changed special teams in the NFL as a whole, um, I think he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I do hope he does get in. Um, you know, this is his second time now being a semifinalist. It sucks that he didn't get in in the first time, but I do think Devin Hester should get in. And then another one that we have uh, coming up that's also a semifinalist is Jared Allen. Now, he played with the Chicago Bears more towards the back end of his season, um, I mean, of his career. But at the end of the day, when you look at him, he's 12th in all-time career sacks. He should definitely be getting in, period. He's only behind, uh, one and a half behind other Hall of Famers, Richard Dent and John Randall. So, you know, he's probably definitely going to get in. And, you know, it's it's just good to have players that you can say that were former Bears that that are in the Hall of Fame. It's just kind of one of those things that as a franchise is selfishly, it's fun to do. But, you know, let me know what you guys think on that one down below. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. I don't know if you guys have a daily episode tomorrow. You may be. We'll see if any news comes out. If there's anything, it's Thanksgiving. So I may take the day off here and on Bull Central. But we'll see what happens with that. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for the mailback episode, which will air Friday, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end everything on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.